The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Where is the economy heading? That certainly is something the Federal Reserve is asking itself. Bill Dudley, president of the New York Fed, saying today that he's much more focused on the labor market than he is on the actual GDP number. That's why we're very happy to have back with this for his monthly chat. Ken Goldstein, economist at the conference board, they put together the leading economic index, giving us a sense of where the economy will be in three to six months. It was up 0.4% in July, following a 0.3% jump in June and a 0.2% decline in May. So, Ken, where are we now? Where we are, not just in terms of the lead, which tells us about where we're going, but in the coincidence, which tells us where we are, this has been a pretty decent, not a great, but at least a decent summer because of the consumer and because of housing, not because of the industrial sector um, and, you know, all of those attendant things. So in some sense, it's a tale of two economies. Consumer's good, housing's good, industrial activity, not so much. Well, Ken, when I go through the list of the uh, leading index and the coincident index, I see everything moving higher except the average consumer expectations for business conditions. Why is that? Well, because, you know, there, there is this concern, has been this concern, really all through the winter and spring and now into the summer, you know, it's as if the consumer is saying, not that this is great, not even that this is necessarily good, but this is okay. We're just worried about what's coming next. They have been and they remain uh, in that consideration. And you see some of that. No, I understand that, but why? Well, because they're, they're worried about what's going to come next, whether business is going to fall, whether profits are going to fall, whether these job numbers are going to s- sustain or whether they're going to fall. You know, so that there is this lingering concern that's been there for quite some time. And you see this not only in terms of their responses to surveys, you see this in terms of their spending habits if you look at the, you know, the back-to-school sales as reflected in the latest retail sales numbers. So in your sense of what's going on, Ken, what is driving or not driving the economy right now? Again, it's, it's, those, two thi- it's those two things, consumer okay uh, industrial activity, not so much. And in terms of the overall broad global economy, U.S. okay, the rest of the but world But so why? Not. Why is the and, the... and the consumer has not been altogether okay, certainly okay in the second quarter, but... And why is the industrial side not so good? What's what's happening? In some sense, this comes right back to, to uh, Pim's question, and that is, you know, there is the consideration. Is the consumer strong enough that's finally going to pull out the industrial sector? Or is the industrial sector weak enough that it's going to finally weaken the consumer? Globally, is the world weak enough that it's going to pull back the U.S.? Or is the U.S. strong enough that it's going to finally pull up uh, uh, the, the globe? And it's not real clear either way. Ken, do you think that this reflects the consumer's uh, attitude because of the media attention that's given to bad news? Then what would be? why wouldn't they have a positive outlook if the indicators, in fact, all the others except this one, are positive. And you don't just wake up feeling gloomy every day. Exactly. And it's and, and again, it's you know, it's this isn't new. It's been this way for months, maybe even a year and a half or longer. 
Um, and so there is this lingering sense. It's as if we've gone through so much over the last decade or so that this is a consumer who sort of is, you know, uh, flinching at the next punch. Do you think that maybe it's because the consumer who maybe would try to save money isn't getting any interest on their money, and as a result, they that's, just feel like they're never going to get ahead? That That's another factor, but it's far more about wages than than about that for the average household. So another factor is indeed, you know, the, the stagnant wages, you know, not just for a year, but for a decade or more. You know, a lot of concern at the Fed, certainly if you listen to Jim Bullard, President of the St. Louis Fed, even to a certain extent now maybe John Williams, SF Fed, San Francisco, that we're stuck in kind of a low-growth, low-inflation environment. Do you see that? All the work you do on the U.S. economy and global economy, is that possible right here in the U.S. of A? Is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? That's it. And which comes back to the question we've been, just been discussing. You know, it, it's not real clear whether that's the road that we're taking again. Can the consumer really drive the bus here? and pull up the rest of the economy. There's a chance that that could happen, but it's just as you know, likely uh, that they're going to be pulled back by the weakness elsewhere. Well, thank you very much, uh, Ken Goldstein, economist for the Conference Board based here in uh, New York City. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.